0: So, so this is pretty amazing. Let's let's say a company wants to work on their organizational culture. They approach you. What what do you tell them? What's the step by step approach here? How how can they get started? What do they have to do? How do they even you know get a grasp of this topic? And I want to design a better organizational culture. Uh, well, the first thing, one of the first things is that uh, to recognize that uh, in the management team or the leadership team. Uh, you may have a somewhat distorted view of the culture. So that's the first first thing is just a kind of a recognizing of that fact. Because and the reason for that is because the higher you are in an organization, the more people will tend to want to make you happy. And, and you know the things that they do to make you happy sometimes are mean. They're hiding things from you, or they're um, they're keeping things from you that you might be perceived as negative. So. Um, any leader, and I, I fall into this category, and um, I think most leaders do, will have some blind spots about their organizational culture, things they just don't see, um, and maybe even things that they don't see because they don't want to see them, or uh, that, that you know. So you'll find. So that's the first piece is from, for the leadership team to become aware that they may not know what's going on in the culture. They may have some idea, but they may not uh, really know everything. And then to go in, and um, I think it's good to have an outsider uh, do the culture mapping. Someone from outside the organization. Um, number one, they don't have any um, political stake in the equation. Um, number two, they uh, are more likely to ask those uh, stupid questions, kind of those um, those naive questions that need maybe sometimes need to get asked. And then what I've done that uh, when I've been involved in these that's been very successful is we take small teams of five or six people usually people that already work together and know each other um, so they feel relatively safe in talking about culture and then we ask them just uh, some basic questions I, I uh, talk when I'm facilitating I talk about the garden I talk about you know these are the things that management's doing to enable you these are this uh, these are the behaviors that we're seeing and these are the outcomes and uh, then I ask people to help me uh, fill in the map and um, so uh, often it helps to start with a or a group like IT or finance um, or HR, a, a group that touches a lot of other pieces of the organization because they're because they're central. They're they're talk to a lot of people and they have uh, sometimes a sense of what's going on. So we uh, we start with the finance team or maybe the HR team, and we uh, we ask these questions and then they'll point us to other teams and it's a kind of um, after. Let's say we've talked to um, sales, we've talked to retail, we've talked to finance, maybe we've gone out to a retail store, um, we've talked to a wholesaler. After maybe six or seven or eight of these interviews, we start to get a real picture of the whole organization and how all these pieces and parts fit together to form the larger culture. And then we can take that, um, those findings and we'll, we'll, we'll be collecting all these great uh, you know observations and quotes and and then we we're finding usually things that are really um, uh, exciting that are already starting to happen within the culture and some things that are problematic that need to be addressed and then we'll uh, we'll go back to management with some recommendations and saying okay here is the here's the here are the outcomes that you're getting today here are the behaviors that are happening within the organization that are calling these outcomes And here are exactly the things specifically that you as a management team are doing that enable the behaviors that are happening today. Now, if we change those enablers, here are the specific actions that we would have to take to change those uh, management enablers, then we believe you're likely to get these kinds of behaviors, which are more aligned with the behavior that you want. And if that happens, then you're more likely to get these outcomes that you want. And the the challenge, I mean, this is a, we can, we can actually describe these things very specifically. I do not know of a way, uh, an easy way or a quick way that anyone could have done that in the past. Um, there may have been, it, it may have been possible, but I think it was much more difficult to get there. We can lay those things out. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to be easy to do. Uh, it doesn't even mean that um, when we present those things to the leadership team that they will even, um, accept them because this is a qualitative approach. And if you have a, if you do happen to have a leadership team that is, let's say, somewhat in denial about some of the culture issues, then you will have sometimes a problem where people will say, "Well, yeah, but that's you just talked to a few whiners. You know, that's that's not really what's going on." Uh, so there is sometimes a challenge because it is a qualitative approach to say, is this stuff valid? Is this stuff something that um, uh, is representative? And then you, you know, if if people are somehow having difficulty hearing that, then you may have to do, go out and do a little more mapping or even do some quantitative work to support that. But what I found is that it's usually not that we're hearing from outliers. It's that uh, there is, in some organizations, a kind of tendency to uh, have difficulty with you know, hearing criticisms of the way that things are currently going. And those organizations are more likely, I think, to have trouble making a transition.